Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Machination Log for March 6th, 2016. Across from me, long time, haven't been in this room, Dylan. In fact, I don't think you've been in this room since it's been renovated. Yeah, it's all open. It is. It's a lot more open. It has these very succulent chairs. That's a I don't strange know how to way to them. describe them. I mean, I'm... They're joysticks, man. You, like, wobble back and forth. They're not going to break. I <laughs> Trust me, they're not going to break. They're more than sturdy enough. I'm just uncertain about them. What else are you uncertain about, Dylan? I'm uncertain about the future, about jobs, about Last Guardian and Night in the Woods. Let's talk about those last two. Yeah, all right. Specifically, how they're related. Um, so we've done a couple of video game podcasts in the past, and normally we pick – normally is a strong word. We, we just talk about video games. In this particular episode – um, just by sheer coincidence, as I think we'll get into, the, the theme of this is not – it's a little weird, but um, – Very we, little overlap. Yeah, there's not, there's not a whole lot of reason for us to be doing this right now. But what we're going to do is talk about The Last Guardian and Night in the Woods, two games that uh, for the most part I played and Dylan watched. Yeah. That was – Although it was deferred in at least in one case because Dylan had played a bunch of The Last Guardian and opted out of playing the rest of it. Yeah. Um, and then in Night in the Woods, we alternated a little bit. For the most part, it was just me driving, though. Um, these games have exactly one thing in common, as far as I can tell, and that is that they are about relationships with animal characters. Except that in Night in the Woods, the animal characters... Might as well be humans. They're just cuter as animals, which granted that works just fine for me. Mm -hmm. In fact, it is my preferred mode of transportation <laughs> through fiction. Um, I need to figure out I, – and I'm actually – my project while I'm in the middle of this uh, trough that's coming up on me right now uh, is to figure out how to come up with an inline method of pretending that uh, – People are animals. That people are animals in fiction because mm -hmm. I think that may be the gateway to me actually caring about fiction. Um, a good way to do it. We'll see how it works. Because I'll tell you one thing. Uh, Night in the Woods would not have played it if it was humans. And I know this because... Life is Strange did fine. <laughs> <laughs> it took a while. Yeah. It took a while for me to get it there. It took all fucking day. <laughs> yes, it did. Yeah, that oh, it, Life is Strange, uh, for those of you joining us from home who have no idea what Last Guardian or Night in the Woods are, uh, the former is more confusing than the latter that you would be listening to this and not know that but um dylan i'll let you describe last guardian since you had a much stronger stake in this game last guardian much like uh the main character in night in the woods is uh an old friend coming back but something's not quite right about him <laughs> it's the package of ico with the character of shadow of the colossus and none of either of those games. It just falls flat in both regards. The visuals are not especially stunning. The scenes aren't especially great. The character interactions are cute, but that's really all that can be said for it because it really is just Ico where you're the girl and the boy is a giant adorable monster who is apparently not adorable enough to overcome how lukewarm the game has been received because there's nothing out there for him no toy no pictures I've, i haven't se i've seen nothing of fan this art is scarce yeah fan art is scarce and people should be on this like he's still cute but 
it is weighed down by the game. <laughs> and by contrast, Night in the Woods, another character about animal relationships, follows an immature 20-year-old girl named May, a cat girl, uh, who came back from college after an unknown incident. Uh, it sounds like she's had incidents in her past, and basically you uh, hop around as her in a world that has passed her by. It has become much more real than she is, even though the rest of the cast are also animal characters. The game goes a lot of places. Um, it covers way too much ground, existentially speaking, and it tries to hammer a lot of different points. Um, but I would say overall it's still worth playing, mostly Ironically, for the same reason, you would play Last Guardian for the interactions between the characters. Yeah. Um, these, the, that is the strength of both of these games, weirdly enough. And though one is an indie game and one is an auteur game, um, uh, what is his name? Uh, Ueda? Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, the guy behind Last Guardian has the budget. Uh, he has the staff to put out a big game. Uh, Night in the Woods. An eight-year budget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The time and the money. Yeah. Um, Night in the Woods was bootstrapped by comparison. It was it was a Kickstarter. They got a little bit of funding, and uh, it got delayed a couple times. Not quite delayed on the same level. Kickstarter delays, you know. Yeah. That's... Was that Homestuck game come, boys? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a pedigree to that. Um, but it, I actually like trying to compare and contrast these games because... They do. It's apples and oranges. It's it is apples and oranges, but there are. Well, they're th both video games. Yeah, they're both. Yeah. They both speak to me on a really psychologically problematic level. But the <laughs> um, it. I just I, I like trying to do this because there are ways in which they are entangled. Like they are it, Night in the Woods isn't necessarily the vision of any one person, but it does have a very indie feel. It has because it is so about its story and its characters. It's so obsessed with a non-gameplay oriented thing, which AAA games don't generally get away with. Normally a AAA game needs to have an enormous world in it like Grand Theft Auto or it needs to be extremely good on the gameplay side like a Battlefield game. Or they just don't sell enough copies to justify pouring $50 million into the budget. It either needs to find a dedicated niche audience or literally everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Um, Last Guardian doesn't suffer from quite the same restriction because Ueda put out Shadow of the Colossus and Sony wrote him a blank check and a blank calendar. Um, <laughs> since well, The calendar wasn't blank. Um, it got delayed multiple times to the point at which it was pushed to another console. It was originally a PlayStation 3 game in 2009 when they initially announced it. And then it got what I'm pretty sure was an official cancellation in 2014. Yeah, I think a lot of people actually specifically said it was gone. Yeah, no, I, I remember there being a period where this game won't happen anymore. Uh, but apparently they were deep enough in it and brought it back. And uh, the next time I see that happen, I'm going to have second thoughts. <laughs> That's not to say the game is bad. Like, if you're curious about it, try it. It's, I'm trying to think of a dumb analogy. Like, imagine going to bed and being like, oh, it's so hot today. Time to rest on my nice, cool bed. But somebody had just been laying in your bed, and it's, like, uncomfortably sweaty and warm. Like, that's the level of disappointment of, hey, this, oh, it's actually, mm. oh, mm. Like, it's still soft. Yeah. It's, but, go it's going into an empty bathroom and sitting on a warm toilet seat. Like, this isn't okay. <laughs> the camera's all fucked up I in here. <laughs> I would rather this not have happened. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, the camera responds. The it, only game it I've is, ever seen it, that in. It is impressive just how much of this game is mechanically flawed. Just yeah. almost from top to bottom. It has a physics engine that's most... It's not broken, but it's so floaty and ridiculous that it might as well be broken. The camera is a nightmare. Control. Ironically enough, uh, a lot of people in reviews complained about Trico's interactions and Trico's responses to your commands. And maybe it was a bit of priming on my part because I went in knowing that Trico is supposed to be an AI cat. So it's not really supposed to... It's not going to tell... It's not going to do everything you want it to do. You don't issue a command like a, a waypoint and he goes. You kind of yell at him and kind of hope that the AI it, gets that you're trying to do the thing. It's not a robot, or at least yeah. to the extent that it is a robot, it's trying not to be one. Um, and I guess I had enough Zen displacement that I was okay <laughs> with Trico, you know, just... He's an animal. Feeling it out. Yeah. And I actually, I thought that was fine. And I think I probably would have found that okay, even if I hadn't been primed on it. No, ironically enough, the kid is the control problem in that game. He bounces off things like a tech demo. Like, there is, there is a really, really good body physics engine a while back called the Euphoria engine. And the whole point of the Euphoria engine was, ba uh, was to make characters that would react to the physics going on around them in real time. But they always did it in slow motion. And it basically made uh, – th there's a football game. I forget which one that, uh, that specifically used this technology. But it basically made everyone act like a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. <laughs> would be the best way to describe it. And this kid suffers from just an inability to jump where you want him to go, to, which, which is important because Trico is the one who's supposed to move slowly and methodically because he's huge. The kid, you'd think, would have really specific motions. But in what just feels like an attempt to continue with the cinematic grandeur of everything in this game, which... I, there's plenty of good set pieces. I mean, the budget was spent in obvious places, but the yeah. kid just the kid is wrapped up in that for no reason at all. I just don't I, I don't understand why he controls the way he does. And especially when comparing to the other games where they had, you know, lively interactive animations when it came to things. Um Ico definitely was flaily and finicky, especially when you had him climb a chain or something like that. Uh, they had a lot of arm flailing, but this kid looks like a fish on land when descending stairs. Yeah. And if you try to jump, guessing where you're landing is going to be a rough time. Yeah, it's... We've missed jumps because we, I guess, weren't looking where he was flailing. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Well, and his momentum is a necessity oh, in yeah. getting him to jump where he's supposed to jump. No, it's, it's just a mess. And then... But it's not even. I don't want to. I don't want to harp on Last Guardian too much because I want to try to make a comparison to Night in the Woods and why I think Night in the Woods ends up solving a problem that Ueda had here just as a result of his budget. But the mechanical problems of the game span into baffling territory in terms of the level design. This is the part that I find somewhat inexcusable on the part of. Ueda, who I'm going to keep assuming is the only person responsible for everything about this game. <laughs> the because, indie developer of Last Guardian. Yeah, because this is, yeah, single man project <laughs> by, uh, it, but th there are, th there are boneheaded decisions and laziness, laziness may be too harsh, but honestly, it feels appropriate. The world Misdirected in this- Misdirected aim. It, I feel like they just 
dumped everything into trying to make these physics fucking work. The world that you play in is a valley that is very intricate in its design, but it has no visual storytelling to speak of. There's no indication other than maybe two locations. There's a temple and there's a mine. And other than those two places, there's no reason for anything to be where it is. You don't, you feel like you're going just through this maze the whole time. We found some ruins and here they are stacked together. And then there's some more ruins. And this was a building that housed more buildings. Yeah. Like there's a tower with no obvious purpose that you climb. There was a coliseum. What seemed like a coliseum. Yeah, I guess there's a coliseum, but what what was going on there? Why was I mean it, it's, it's inaccessible was the other thing. <laughs> like it's just, there's no there's no rhyme or reason to the way that the world is put together, and that's just that's baffling. They had so long to think about. It. I could understand again the controls and the mechanics from the PS2 era. I understand that's a holdover, and maybe that's the way you would have wanted it done, and you know that's. That's excusable, but there's stuff about the design of this world that just, they had the time. And the excuse that Ayako had, at least, was it's kind of barren and bleak in a lot of its locations. Because it's technically a prison for your character, whereas this is not even a prison, just kind of a hub for spoilery things. Um, I guess I won't mention them. It's, It's worth playing. It's just not fun playing. <laughs> uh, it's fun watching. Uh, yeah, you could probably fast forward to the important parts. Yeah, watch all the cutscenes that they blew all the money on aside from hammering out the physics and you have an all right time. That's the other thing that we kept saying was this would make a fantastic movie. Yeah. The relationship of a child and creature escaping from a location, him gradually having memories explaining the gaps which also feels very uncharacteristic of, well, I don't want to say that they haven't done it. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus has a few cutscenes, like two, which makes them <laughs> really stark, like, oh, shit, what the fuck? There are other people in- alive? Oh, and they're coming for me. Crazy. Like, there, there are things in this game where you'll hark back to what happened and how you got here, and it just kind of feels like a story beat of, oh, okay. It, there's never really a strong reveal. I, I don't know how to be invested in the story that's going on. Yeah, there's, it's, it's way too sparse. There's there's just not enough to it. And once you get the whole picture, it's quaint at best. It's not very powerful. I mean, in Ico, you have the mystique of why this cursed child is in a prison with a mysterious girl and a dark queen trying to consume... Like, there's unanswered questions that keep an interest in the place shadow of the colossus the story is like really powerful where this person wants somebody alive so bad that he basically harbors the souls of demons and makes a deal with the devil in order to defeat these giant creatures in order to bring her back when priests are pursuing him to stop him from basically bringing back an ancient like that's a and it's not even a risk of the world. He's literally just destroying himself and some priests inevitably stop you. Um, you're just trying to save one person's life, which keeps, like, it's a powerful but, you know, small focus. There aren't a lot of characters. The world's not at stake. Um, this one, there's, like, a weird conspiracy as to why Trico does the things he does. Yeah. 
Um, Which does get explained. But it gets explained but, and then you but, destroy it. But you don't, <laughs> well, but you don't care up to that yeah. point. Like there's no, there, we know that there's more than one Trico and it's like, oh, that's weird, but they're animals. So of course it's more than one. And there's yeah, like, the name's a bit of a misnomer. The Last Guardian, we're not sure. You're not the only child. Um, maybe the tower thing you destroy is a last, it's guarding something. I don't know. The maybe name, we didn't read into the subtext. But, they had nine years. But so. it was, it was not, it was not entirely apparent. and. As far as the design of the puzzles themselves, um, there is there is a degree of organicness to them that I can appreciate, but there's also just a level of, and I, I want to keep using really mean words because they're just the words that's coming to mind, um, immature game design. And the yeah. one, the, the starkest example of it um, is a shield that you find very early in the game that you lose that doesn't come back until the very end. And it's a, it's effectively a pow, what's the name of it? At the beginning of Metroid games yeah. where you're oh, given totally, all of your yeah. powers and then you lose them, except that this happens at a time when you don't, when the two characters don't trust each other and then removes it after almost no explanation of how that shield is supposed to function. And it's just confusing. Like there, it should Why not that have shield happened. Exists. It, the, sh- the, the existence it, of the shield. It is, is a MacGuffin. It is, is a MacGuffin key that prevents you from progressing in parts where you shouldn't progress at certain times. And I, I feel like there has to be there has to be lore somewhere in the world that explains the value of the shield, or at least that. the history of the shield. Like I, I find it impossible that that doesn't exist somewhere. But I, we didn't find it. Um, and without that. The shield is just a bad mechanic. Yeah. There's no prophecy for why things are happening. There's no... Exp- Basically, everything that happens is kind of an accident. I'm okay with that. I can yeah. deal with that. It's just the, the shield. Yeah, the, shield, the, man. the whole tone is weird. Uh, they have these lookout points that you would think, you know, oh, you get to see across the valley, but usually you just see a cliff face very close up or fog occasionally you'll see like some dangling things and it's nice but the the planned viewpoints are surprisingly lackluster i they are they're a little strange and they're again they're very tech demo-y yeah it's bizarre it's like they had a plan and then just didn't do anything i mean they needed they needed benches yeah at all of those points is what they needed i go funny enough it's safe point was benches um and they were usually at pretty locations. There you go. I actually really want to play back through ICO to compare it to this game. Um, but I also don't want to play the PS3 version because having uh, achievement pop-ups is the bane of any emotional or quiet game. Yeah, speaking of which, uh, Night in the Woods. Night in the Woods has those. And usually does. they're a, like a drum snare <laughs> At the end of a joke, it feels like sometimes. Yeah, the the achievements are weird. So let's let's transition. I think Night the woods. I, th- I yeah. think uh, unless you have one something else you want to talk about with Last Guardian, I feel like we've yeah no we've dug it into the dirt. Um, <laughs> Tree goes cute. Yep, that's he, he does the thing where he goes statement. in the hole. Yep. Oh man, yep. that's adorable. Yeah, yeah, just watch the Trico animations. You'll be good. See more Trico fan art. I want to see that out yeah. there. It's cute shit. But um, yeah, no. Uh, Night in the Woods does achievements well, where it is either telling you that 
a large sequence is ended, it gives you kind of a rest stop. I feel like that's how an achievement should be used. Or it's a drum snare to a joke of uncovering something clever. They're also almost universally impossible to get. Yes. So you just don't <laughs> run into them very often. There are several achievements on Steam that have a 0.0% achievement globally, um, which means the people aren't even cheating to get them. Um, <laughs> they so don't know how. So that's something. Um, Night in the Woods has almost none of these problems that we're talking about. The Last Guardian does, uh, which is a fair comparison because they are basically the same game <laughs> from different studios. Um, everything about the platforming in Night in the Woods, I understand that it's two-dimensional. Um, we had platforming problems in Night in the Woods. We did, but the problems are compartmentalized to two different sections. There's... A, yeah, there, up and across. Yeah, there's... <laughs> X and Y. <laughs> I the more specific to the story than that. But the... um, <laughs> But no, there are dream sequences in the game, which granted, they're probably... They are designed to kill the... Uh, to kill the speed of whatever happens just before them. They're designed to be a little more docile, so that it makes sense that their pacing is, le uh, is lessened, but that's completely the wrong word. Pacing is slowed. But the jumping in them is not great. It's the most gameplay-intensive thing besides the Guitar Hero clone in the game. Those get really heavy. Uh, There's yeah. no soft entrance into those. They get pretty... You better have played a fucking rhythm game before they expect that of you yeah, this, out the gate. Yeah, because the Guitar Hero clone in the game is... Uh, and they make the joke within the game, which is I've always never a, a shitty thing to do. That, yeah, you've never played any of these things before. But um, this game is aggressively dialogueless, despite having a lot of words in it. Um, and even in the Guitar Hero section, there are words down at the bottom, and there is a mini... There's a uh, MIDI synth emulating what the voice... Who is the singer in that group? It has to be Greg, doesn't it? No, it's... um. Is it Angus? Yeah. Oh, Because he mentions at one point that his uh, throat gets tired from singing one of the songs. Okay, I apparently didn't pay enough attention to that. But um, You don't know much about Agnes. No, we don't know, know much. even less about Germ. He's a germ. <laughs> He's a character the whole time, we swear. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, germ. He's been there. Germ's a good character. He's, He's there the whole time. He's like the janitor. They're probably yeah. father and son. This game has a good amount of mystery to it still yeah yeah despite there being just a complete exposition dump at the very end of the game which There's is a still... lot like last guardian yeah um but they actually like did something with it which is nice yeah um um most of these like i grew up in a small midwestern town life is tough like life is strange had a huge dialogue thing at the end um i'm trying to think most telltale games i'm pretty sure have if not a wrap-up, like usually a long dialogue or monologue by somebody. I feel like this game had more than most of those do. I feel like... It was longer for sure. I feel like about half of the total plot of the game happens in the final act. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> um, which, which is a shame because I feel like they could have spaced it out a little better than they did. I'm not sure if that was just a development cycle problem. It very well could have been. What if this game was episodic? Um, I've been fine with that. I think episodic is when it can be pulled off, which is almost never <laughs> done successfully anyway. Um, having episodes for a game like this would have been good. We played this it game and made them have stronger beats towards the end. I think there would have been a lot more strong, uh, midpoints throughout the game. 
Because there were parts of, like, what, fucking Act 2 lasted, I feel like Act 2 75% of the game. Yeah, for sure. Was The middle of that game is most of that game. And it's touch and go on how fast and slow it gets. Yeah. Uh, It meanders back and forth. But episodes are nice regardless. We played this game uh, in three sessions, basically. uh, Four hours each, approximately. Um, for a total of 10, so do the math on that. And we but, played um, Life is Strange for 15 hours in one day. <laughs> what? Yeah, that may have been ill-advised. But yeah. the, um, you I, lived actually, it. You yeah, lived it. Yeah, we lived it. But uh, Night in the Woods, if you do play it, and we do recommend doing that. Um, yes. I actually uh, purchased it myself to play at a friend's house. I'm going to probably play back through it again at some point. I definitely want to play back through that game with other people. Yeah. Just to see how it goes. Because... A lot of the themes of this game, uh, as you said, they touch everything. Um, yeah, they. I feel like they touch too much. Yeah, I, I do. I feel like they they go to too many places. I mean, they they talk about every pressure point of twenty two. Let's call it sixty um, five year old life in the middle <laughs> of America. Um, Adult life. It's just yeah, everyone who's trying to be an adult in modern in modern society, t- technology is stealing all the jobs, um, existential crises, uh, Guyland, the sociological term for the stage between being a teenager and being an adult. Okay, <laughs> like apparently, uh, I, I remember reading something. I don't know how legitimate this is, um, but a while ago, I remember reading a huge article. Maybe it was a TED talk or something about this point in a new point in growing up called Guyland where because people are not retiring from jobs and because the demand for specific jobs, specifically computers is so high with surprisingly little room, uh, people growing up out of their teen years, finishing high school, starting college instead of when they get out of college, transitioning directly into adulthood, there's no room. So they're not in school anymore, and those were tough years. So then they have two to three more years of just hanging out, being guys, uncomfortably. Yeah. Highly educated, uh, resentful. You're not sure if the emotions you had going through all of that, you want to let go of your past, but there's nowhere really to move on to next. And I feel like this game covers that stage like they got it. And, Which uh, is ironic because the school these people are coming out of is not college. The people in this game aren't saddled with debt other than May's parents. It's actually, it's all high schoolers. These are all people who couldn't make it to college because they're in a decrepit Midwestern town, which probably has a shit school. Yeah, they're they're out of high school workers. They're, yeah. And that's the key difference between them is that's what grounds them again is, hey, we didn't get this opportunity, but... Turns out that opportunity is not working out for a lot of people anyway. Like, I guess I'll just... They're more adult because they skipped Guyland. They're doing the generally un, more unpleasant thing, which is just being a fucking adult without going to college or having that experience. But the way that they carry themselves and behave and like execute on responsibilities that benefit their future are way more concrete than this fucking mess of a person who didn't even complete like that middle stage um like who is fully regressing to i'm just out of high school again only it's been three years 
Depression's tough, man. Yeah. You gotta, gotta work around that. But, um, just for the record, I really don't like the term Guyland. It describes yeah. an extremely real phenomenon um, that I have not necessarily personal experience with, but interrelational experience with. Um, but they need a better term than that, if that's yeah. the term. That's Since one of sociologists been good at anything. I know, that's why right. someone needs to take their jobs from them <laughs> and do something worth it. Anyway, the... Yeah. Um, they didn't pick it. <laughs> so, so Night in the Woods, if that was all that were, there was to Night in the Woods, I would not like this game at all because I don't like whiny video games for the most part. It's pretty whiny. The charm in this game, though, is exemplified in its soundtrack. Uh, even if you do not play the game on its own, and I'm making a claim here that I can't really back up because I didn't listen to the soundtrack before I played the game, but there is a fusion of chipperness... It's got a very bouncy instrumentation that leads off into non-culminating minor tones, and it has this very solemn sadness to it. And it it is one of I I can't say that it is one of the best orchestrated soundtracks I've ever heard, but as far as its tone goes, it may be one of the most appropriate I've ever heard. Um, it is. The Last Guardian, I, I'm not going to say that designing songs for full orchestra to sound important is easy. I haven't oh, done yeah. it myself. Um, but The Last Guardian, they didn't have to think really hard about what this soundtrack needed to have in it for it to sound right. Um, and the same thing goes for a lot of games. I mean, military shooters, you just need the thing going on. You need the drum and the French horn. That's the military. <laughs> Yeah, I, those yeah. are the two instruments of military, drum and French horn. Or sick guitar. Um, that's the fucking Navy SEALs. That's where you get into the well, dope that's military. Military. Yeah. But it's it's really easy in a lot of games to know where to go with that. Uh, it, this game nails this balance between just because, you know, we're talking about the way that May is depressed and how this town is done. But yeah. they're having fun. They're committing crimes. Crimes. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of crimes going on. There's one dude playing a guitar instead of a ukulele, which I appreciate, and then they make fun of him for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it has this vibe where everybody has the, it's a very familiar done. it's a familiar kind of comfort. Well, it's it's very superficial. Yeah, they all talk like they're on the internet all the time. It's a it's a surprisingly common thing. <laughs> unfortunately, oh, it, yeah. It, it's too real. Yeah. It's, it's entirely too real. They, Reinforced by the video games. <laughs> there's, there's an in-game chat that you can use on May's laptop where they communicate with each other, and that only barely differentiates itself from the way that they talk in person. Yeah, you can't say LOL out loud or else you'd be weird, but... I've heard people do it. Yeah. Those people are not, not welcome. <laughs> you will be asked... Kindly but firmly to leave. <laughs> yes. But but they come so close. And yeah. that's that's also accentuated by the fact that the the speech bubbles in this game look exactly like the IMs. Um it's not quite Helvetica font, it's a, an all caps thing, and it does some neat little animations within it, but there's jitters as you got that uh, some wave effect. Some waviness. There's I like it a lot. I like a lot about this game. I like your mom in this game. Yeah, so this is one of the best video game parents, I think. 
Yeah. These are probably, probably the best written video game parents. And it seems like it would be easy to do that because all you have to do is have the parents not be that weird and it, that actually is really good. Or not that shitty. Like, the first impression I got from the parents just because they were forgetful is, oh, they're negligent parents and they're going to trope on that. Like, no, nah, they're just doing their best and shit's hard. <laughs> like, that's... It's, it's, it's parents. It's so parents. simple. Like, they're... May's dad is loving, but has a hard job and a hard life. And he's got, he can care as long as he can. Yeah. He's got the dry humor that dads do. He just sits on the couch when he's off work, which is infrequent, but he's happy to talk to you. Yeah. No, he's happy. Like it's so basic. Like it's such simple stuff, but that's, that's all it takes to make him a good character. And then want to talk about it. No. All right. I'm fucking tired of shit. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Don't worry about it. Uh, his mom's a little harder to write because um, there's a little more backstory to her than there is to the dad, um, but they execute on it fantastically. She might be my favorite character in the game because the restraint that she shows fails occasionally, and one of those buckles in particular is probably the most tense scene in the game. Yeah. Um, that, that, and I have a, we didn't discuss this before, but I'm virtually certain we're thinking of the same scene. Yeah. So much has to come together for yeah. this scene to work, and I don't want to, I don't want to ruin it completely. But at the same time, I don't know that I can. It's one of those scenes where I, I don't think you can spoil this. So I want to dig into it just to yeah. give you an idea of how good this dialogue can be in this game. If you've ever had a small conversation where something that's been eating away at you, but you're not actually thinking about at the moment, seeps its way and then just flourishes. And then both of you realize that not only did you not mean for that to happen, but now you've faced the full repercussions of why it has not happened. And there's just this solemn moment of, we need to not talk for a bit. (laughs) And then we will apologize, but this conversation can't keep going the way it is. Yeah, it's... it's It's a very small part of life that you would usually either try to forget about or just not think about. And it was written. It's it's one of those very very well. It's it's one of those insanely painful moments on occasion. And the way it, again the lead in, I I have to talk about it because it's it, the combination of things that it takes to put this together is is so impressive. May's mom does not know why May is back from school. All May gives her up to this point is that college wasn't a right fit for, for her. her. Yeah, and May's mom. And dad, and up to this, this is... That's uh, not enough of an answer. It's That's not enough of an answer, especially given what they have sacrificed to put her through school after what she's done prior to school. That's, uh, that's spoiler they territory I won't is. go into. But they... But she... They know there's a reason. His, they know her. Her mom has let her back into her house out of basic parental love. That's, that's fine. And they'll make ends meet. That's okay. But the answer that May's giving her... May's mom knows that's a euphemism for something. She knows that May either did something or something happened to her, but she won't, um, but her mom will not press her on it. She knows that drawing that answer out will be painful or just drive them away. But in that moment, her husband is under a tremendous amount of stress and there's problems with the house and May's mom tries to make light of the situation by suggesting that maybe maybe this house isn't a good fit for us. Maybe 
maybe we'll just go somewhere else. And that scene is May's mom trying a very, a very logical way to just give May a taste of her own medicine, and it backfires so strongly. Yeah, it is the smallest amount of sarcastic venom that just at just the wrong yep. time. Nope. It is that's the thing that you felt, but not should have should have not said. Yeah, and it's and then the problem is that it creates an insecurity in both characters at the same time because May's mom is already under this pressure, and she's just there's a catharsis to saying to saying that it's like you don't understand what we're under that she isn't admitting to, and then May feels a genuine fear of insecurity. As a result of her mom being flippant about the only safety net she has, and it, the cascade of that is fantastic. Yeah, it's a strong moment, and I mean there are dramatic things that happen, but they're so outlandish and unrelatable <laughs> towards the end. Yeah, um, this is the probably one of the most real conversations I've seen two characters in a game have that everybody. I feel like anybody can play this game and relate to somebody in it. Um, they because, they do what they can to push yeah. in every direction until yeah. that happens. So, um, or at least, hey, I know a guy like that. Um, <laughs> or I'm familiar with this place. Like it, it does. Life is strange. Better in the regard of caring about extra characters. I didn't feel like I cared too much about people I met in Life is Strange. I didn't care much about your friends. It was mostly the focus on, you know, the two primary girls. Um, was it Chloe, Chloe and, and Max? Oh, is it Max? Yeah, Chloe and Max. And spoiler, I suppose, but when it comes down to the end of it, it's Chloe and Max or nothing. Yeah, and that's, that's, <laughs> that is to that game's credit. I mean, I, I would have to think a little harder about whether I prefer Life is Strange or Night in the Woods. I think Life is Strange probably edges it out, but the um, there's... <clears throat> It's Those not games, as relatable, I don't feel. It, it, Life is Strange is weird, though, because it feels like... Life is the, Strange is Strange? The characters, the characters in Life is Strange are supposed to not be endearing because the town is ethereal. Shitty. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not a real place. Um, and Night in the Woods, Possum Springs, is a depressingly real place. I feel like those towns have so much overlap, though. Like, the climax of... Life is strange is you literally, well, in our case, literally saying this, like, the few people you run into, like, jobs or shit, like, I don't know, the, they don't press it as hard as Night in the Woods, but the town in Life is Strange is inherently shitty, and you literally let that motherfucker rot to protect the one true savior, which is Chloe. <laughs> uh, Her name might be Zoe, but. Zoe. No, I'm pretty sure it's Chloe. Whatever. I'm That's confident. Fine. That's fine. Um, yeah, no, the town in that is a, a rust bucket, a, a bad place with bad dudes, um, it's, facing struggles, but they don't, I definitely don't think they press that as hard because they're more personal, like there's a murder. There's, there's a lot more intrigue. Yeah, there's a lot more mystery specifically relating to the characters as opposed to the town as a whole, whereas the intrigue in... Uh, Night in the Woods, I'm having to define these three-word <laughs> game names. Um, the intrigue in Night in the Woods is both related to the character and the town as a whole. Um, the thing attacking May is the thing 
attacking or contributing to the town. But that yeah. is but that is superficial by comparison. In Life is Strange, you have crazy time powers. That's true. Um, and that is sort of the focus of the game. And Night in the Woods, you're you're on a sort of surrealist adventure with a bunch of children. Um, and it's triggered initially by what looks to be a murder. Um, you find a severed arm in the road. Yeah, that's and weird. then you spend the next four days not caring about that. Yeah. <laughs> Which again, I think this game would have benefited from a little bit of episodic design uh which granted we could have given it we could have spaced it out a little better than we did well how we treat it doesn't change how the story treats itself um we could have shut it off after every day that would have been too the pacing on that would have been egregiously slow and the middle section would have literally felt like the entire game um i feel like when people design an episodic game they have to go what is the punch that will bring them back to the next one and Life is Strange and a few other episodic games managed to do that. Um, what is the other? Uh, Walking Dead. It ends on enough of a bite to keep you interested on the next thing. Um, and with Night in the Woods, there's never really a bite moment. It's just kind of the end of the day. Um, aside from the you know, personal curiosity of, oh, I wonder what's in store for this. Like, we would check the same things to see if anything was different. Even if something had seemed like they would influence things to be different in specific ways, um, the change is gradual, much like the message of the game conveys towards the end is change is incredibly gradual. Usually nothing happens, but you should do anything anyway. See, that's that's why I like, I like that vibe, though. I remember on, it was either the fourth or the fifth day, playing through Night in the Woods, waking up and it, the game even reinforces this with um you get with a, the way that yeah. may gets out of bed because may may uh her eyes open groggily she stretches she reaches for her so- like it starts out exactly the same way you go downstairs you talk to your mom you go west you get this poem from selmers and it falls into this pattern after what is literally i mean she's back in town she's back into her rut in four days and you Feel it. Yeah. It's it's a warm blanket moment that a lot of games don't manage to pull off. And they reinforce that uh, habit, like that ritual with you initially by like prompting that you could plausibly ignore. But I mean, it's a story game. You follow the story. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I have story. And it'll do that the first four days with your mom. But then you know your mom is there. And it doesn't, your mom never tells you to come over. You know to go to talk to your mom because yeah. that's what you do in the morning. Or at 2 p.m. When you wake up. Yeah, when you wake up. When you wake up. (laughs) Yeah, it cuts to night pretty quick. (laughs) Yeah, it does. Um, God, working in food will get you used to that habit, though. Wake up at 3 p.m. and you're down by 5 a.m. So, I've been there. Working at the Snack Falcon. Working at the Snack Falcon? There's some good names in this game. Oh, yeah, no, the the naming choice of things in this game. Possibilities? Fucking on point with the naming (laughs) things in this game. It's a shoplifting minigame. There's a shoplifting minigame, which is real good. Yeah. Uh, the minigames are pleasant. Like there's, you, a lot of, there's a lot of I practically like benign some... criminal activity in this game. Yeah. Vandalism. Yeah. Oh, no, wait. That was in a dream. Do you actually vandalize anything? Um, you, put some, you steal some shit and put it in the woods. I mean, she has her breakdown in the bathroom. 
Oh, that's true, yeah. No, there's some vandalism. <laughs> I love how spontaneous that scene is. Yeah. I mean, I feel it's like It's not that's, forecasted at all. I feel like that's how that winds up happening. Yeah. Yeah. No, this game, when this game takes left turns, it gives itself enough breathing room for them to actually work. And I like that. Uh, the middle, I agree, the middle could have been patched. It could have been sped up in some ways, but I don't know that it could have been sped up too much without making the game too actionist. Yeah, that is that is true. Because it needs to give you the benefit of the doubt. May needs to seem like she is potentially just crazy. Um, and I think the game does that. Yes. There is no way to know how this game is going to end before it does. That is true. And even then... I still don't um, actually know that I know how it ends. Uh, I remember Tommy, uh, who we were playing it through with, the next day was still like, were those people even fucking real? <laughs> uh yeah, no, that it um it's worth a second playthrough. I would actually be curious. Do we want to do a second podcast of second playthroughs of independent I will be playing it independent of you with a group of people and you will be playing it on your own. We could uh check back in, see our compare notes. I mean we could just re-record this when we've watched it twice since that's technically the policy. <laughs> so nice we watched anyway. it twice. But we'd have to leave Last Guardian behind since I only played it through one time and I'm not going to play it twice. I would argue that Last Guardian should be left behind. <laughs> we could do that. I would I would tell that to Ueda. Last Guardian should have been left behind. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we could just reconvene after having played it two times. Make a part two. Or just on to the fucking end of this scrap this one and do a good one then. Eh. It's up to you. I'll take the good parts of this one. Okay. Chuck them on the front. We can do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it turns out it's very hard to do a compare and contrast between two games that you haven't actually talked about very much. Um, you tend to just we talk about the games. We thought a lot about each game. We haven't discussed too much. Most of it was just yelling about Last Guardian not being good. Yeah. And how this should That's deserved. Been. Last Guardian would make a great Disney film. <laughs> I would watch The Last Guardian if it were filmed. How to Train Your Trigo. How to Train Your Trigo. It's a good movie. You should go see it with your friends. Yep. Don't play that game, though. I bet that game was infuriating to watch. Yes. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> I can imagine. Trico, don't go back down to... No! Well, even just even just fat-fingering, controlling the kid. Oh, yeah, no. Um, it. I didn't feel like I had that much trouble controlling the kid, but looking back on it, like, yeah, no, he's a, he's a fish on land. He's a wobbly child. Yeah. And it's, they try, they try in fits and starts inconsistently to make it a kinesthetic experience with the controller. Um, you pull out spears by holding down one button and pulling back with the analog stick. It never stick. feels like it works. Um, you never know where back is. It's, but then all the rest of the controls make no effort to be like that. They ignore some buttons while making double ups on others. Like, uh, Yeah. Oh, dude, the user face. Again, everything mechanically about that game is a nightmare. The fact that they tell you with a big, spacious button prompt. It's so big. Whenever you're able to climb down. I wish we had a counter for every time it recommended that we climb down off of something that we act, would never think to do. It looks like it, th that stuff looks like it was there from playtesting and they forgot to take it out. Yeah. Or, yeah. That this is the demo build and we it worked yeah you want to climb down I know it's the end of the game and there's a ledge here and you'd probably be able to 
Triangle to climb down. Or X to climb down. Shit, I don't know anymore. In conclusion, Night in the Woods is a great game. And you Last should play it unless you're highly susceptible to... Being sad. Uh, Yeah, that. Actually, if you're highly susceptible to being sad, uh, if you're able to see the up points and the message that it has at the end, stick with it. Otherwise, don't. <laughs> that can be said about Last Guardian 2, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There we go. We found yeah. more common ground. If you play it to the end, you'll be sad, but eh, you'll be alright. You get through the good parts, too. Yeah. Alright.